Hey you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Welcome back to the Reached Hangout. Today's conversation centers on discernment. In other words, the true meaning of discernment and how to decipher discernment versus going on personal feelings. So let's grab our beverage of choice, snacks, and a notepad, or go to the note section on your phone for today's episode called, Is It God or My Flesh? Again, today's episode is called, Is It God or My Flesh? So let's get into it. What is discernment? Discernment is an intuition or a gut feeling, but the Holy Spirit giving us the wisdom and confirmation between truth or error and right or wrong of a situation. And we all experience discernment in different ways through a lingering feeling, thought, or feeling like it's a deja vu moment, but in that moment you feel like the outcome didn't go well or etc. But other times we don't get that nudge of confirmation and God allows us to decide on our own, even if it goes south. Because if God was to direct us in every step and move we make in our lives, then why do we have free will? We should be capable enough to walk in God's purpose without being micromanaged. God assists He guides, encourages, and disciplines, but God does not micromanage. You know, there's a story time that um, that's coming to mind. And, you know, there was this gathering I really wanted to go to. It was out in Orlando. And if you guys know, last February, okay, last month, we could say last month, it has been a year since I lived here. And I was super excited about this invitation. And I was so excited. I went to my mom about it. And we were talking about it. And she reminded me of all the factors that I per se didn't take into account living in a new city and understanding the importance of my safety, especially walking into a situation where I did not know anyone. And you know, our deflective nature, not as children, but as people, we always say, no, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And I was like, no, it's going to be fine. And I didn't get a bad feeling about this. So I think it's okay. But you know, she pointed out something that is really relevant to this situation in time, not just personally within my life, but in all of our lives. And it was about her telling me not all the time in life, we would have this gut discerning feeling this discerning spirit that overcomes us and sometimes we have to be practical and observant of our general common sense because it plays a big factor okay and fun fact I went I had an amazing time but the overall keynote that I took away from this and it made me pause with her statement because I was like you know what I don't always get discernment, but I do use my common sense when I navigate in my life, depending on certain situations and circumstances and you know all this other stuff but it caused me to 
think and pause and say, how long have we gone through life filled with excitement and moved by a situation where our common sense goes out the window? And we forget all about our biblical and individual teachings leading to that point. We disregard our safety and unpredictability just to do what we want to do in the spur of the moment or something we have planned and we're just not willing to detach ourselves from it because we have placed so much expectation into it. Because that's not the first instance where, you know, I received an invitation to something and I got excited, not really thinking much. I'm just like, oh, I got an invitation. This seems fun. This seems nice. But not taking a moment to pause and sit in the presence of the Lord and think before I just jump and say, okay. Because in that moment when I was discussing this situation and circumstance, I said, well, I didn't get a discerning feeling. So I guess it's cool forgetting that God also gave me common sense. God doesn't want us to walk in the spirit of fear. We know this or feel like our life is only for labor and not experience. So, yes, we should rest, we should vacation, and we should do what makes us happy. But it shouldn't come at a cost. The cost of separating ourselves from God, the cost of separating ourselves from the protection that he has made for us and attaching ourselves to unequally yoked situations for temporary pleasure versus having fulfillment in the Lord. And I'm not saying that it's peaches and cream navigating through life because it can be hard sometimes to understand the boundaries of our limitations as believers in Christ and people who just want to do the right thing in their life. But we have to stay connected to the Lord. You know, thinking about, is it my flesh or is it God? I'm reminded of the book of Leviticus, okay? And there's other parts in the Bible that talks about discernment. It talks about confusion and it talks about clarity and all this other stuff. But I'm talking about the book of Leviticus in this episode because it brings me back to where God expresses this confusion that we have as his people. And he says, once we acknowledge what we have done is outside of God's will, it's outside of God's purpose, all we have to do is repent. Repentance comes with renewal. When we repent unto God with the sincerity in our heart, we are born again and do not have to bind ourselves to the things we once did former whether it was a week ago, a day ago, a month ago, a year ago, however long it's been, we are not bound to that anymore because we are moving with intentionality for our lives. Like we're serious about this thing. God, I'm serious. I want to change. I want to grow. I want to become the best version of myself in Christ. And I want to become the best version of myself overall. Yes, there is a high possibility of stumbling because no one is perfect. 
We can have all the goals. We can have all the plans. We can have all the lists. We can have all the charts. But everything doesn't always go to the way we expect it to go. But we must continue to allow God to be our navigator. We must continue to listen to God because he is our navigator. When we allow God to direct our steps, there is less chance of getting off track. Our progression toward purpose is by our willingness to stay on track. You may have space and opportunity, but are you willing to stay on track regardless if a situation presents itself that you think is the best for you? Are you willing to stay on track and not become distracted or allow our impulsive thoughts to take control? The more we are willing to give God in ordering our path, it will be easier to decipher our flesh from the Holy Spirit. You know, this past week, I struggled with adapting to my set routine for myself because of external, internal factors. And y'all, I could barely keep my eyes open. All of my energy went to taking care of business because I said, let me start my day handling the stuff I need to take care of so I can be free the remainder of the day. And when it was time for me to devote myself to God, devote my space to the Lord, I began to feel overwhelmed. So I chose to rest. Resting in the Lord is okay because even Jesus needed to rest. But let's not label the Lord as rest. And meaning, oh, I talk to God when I'm asleep. Or I can do this later because God knows my heart because we have all been there. But God still wants us to commune with him. And honestly, once I got out of my way and began reading my Bible, regardless of how drained I felt in that moment, I became energized and refreshed in the Lord to continue the remainder of my day. You see how quick of a shift can happen when we indulge ourselves in the Lord, when we create a space for the Lord. The enemy doesn't want us to walk in the Lord. The enemy wants us to continue to walk in our flesh because if we stop walking in the Lord, we won't be able to receive our help, our wisdom, our knowledge, our power and understanding because it all comes from God. So if we distance ourselves from the Lord, how will we gain the things that he has ordained for our lives? We must remember that God doesn't bring confusion. He doesn't bring discourse. He doesn't bring hurt. He doesn't bring turmoil. Anytime God is in the midst, it is all done with love, truth, and direction. 
God is fighting for us every single day from the moment we wake up to the moment we close our eyes. God is even fighting for us while we are resting in our beds because he knows the potential that is stored within us. And when it is time for that potential to be released, we can only see the present. I don't care how many expectations I place on myself and I say, well, if I make this amount of money, I can do this. And if I move this type of way, then I can do that because life is unpredictable. But God knows the unpredictable. God knows the predictables. God knows our entire lifespan. God even knows even when we open our eyes up in heaven. God knows what we're doing then. God knows. So let's stay rooted in the Lord. And rebuke the impulsive thoughts and desires of our flesh. There will be occasional wrestling with our flesh because it doesn't go to heaven or hell. And I think sometimes we can forget that, that we try to persuade ourselves, but our flesh doesn't go anywhere. It ceases to exist once we pass away. Our flesh returns back to the state it once was, which is dust. So don't allow dust to determine your salvation in the Lord. God is speaking to us and telling us, don't allow yourself, don't allow dust to determine your salvation in the Lord. Because there is more to our chapter. There is more to our story. But if we allow ourselves to get in the way because we know better, because we have experiences and we have resources and we have all these things that we forget who is our navigator. Our navigator is the Lord. He will always be our navigator. He knew of us before we even entered our mother's womb. So what makes you think he didn't foresee where we are currently now in our lives? So again, don't allow dust to determine your salvation in the Lord, to determine my salvation, to determine our salvation in the Lord. Allow God's spirit to direct and order our paths. And that's on period. Before we sign out, I want to give us a prayer because I haven't prayed for us SBCs in a while. So if you can bow your head and pause, do so. And if you can't, Just listen to the sound of my voice. God, we thank you, we honor you, and we adore you. God, help us to be more prone and lenient to hearing your voice. Because God, you said in your word, my sheep know my voice. So God, continue to allow us to have an ear for you. Continue to allow us to create a space for you, God. Continue to order our steps, God. Continue to direct our paths, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Whatever we may be facing, God, whatever we may be going through, God, we plead the blood of Jesus over that situation. We plead the blood of Jesus over that circumstance circumstance and we bind the hands of Satan right now in the mighty name of Jesus 
he will not prevail. He will not have the beginning. He will not have the middle. He will not have the last say so because God, you said in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11, whatever you speak shall come to pass. And God, you have already spoken victory over your children. You already spoken defeat against the enemy. So God, we tap into your spirit right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And God, we just ask and we pray that you just continue to hold our hands, God. Continue to be the navigator of our lives, God. We rebuke our flesh. We rebuke the temptation. We rebuke the setback. We rebuke any control that the enemy think he can bring up against us in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we allow you to have full space. Please continue to hold our hands, God. And the desires that are upon our hearts, God, we ask and we pray that you continue to answer them. We ask and we pray that you continue to intervene because God, life can be troublesome. Life can be conflicting. Life can be confusing. But God, we know when we rest in your presence, you bring us that clarity and that peace. So God, we ask and we pray that you continue to cover us in peace, that you continue to place us in Goshen, your secret place. God, we ask and we pray that you continue to give us that knowledge, wisdom, power, and understanding. God, in the book of Exodus, when you was guiding your people how to build your tabernacle, step by step by step. God, we ask and we pray that same favor that you gave on to them that you placed in our lives and help us step by step by step. Because God, we can't do it without you, God. We can only do it with you. So God, we ask and we pray that you just continue to help us, God, and lead us and help us to be good servants, help us to be good children, and help us to not block our blessings because we know that you can do the impossible. So God, strengthen our faith, God. Strengthen our spirits, God, to continue to follow you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Well, our time at the Reach Hangout has come to an end. If you have enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, follow, share respectful thoughts in the comment section, share slash tag a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Your girl is on the podcast. And make sure your post notifications are on to know when the next episode drops because y'all know I try my best to drop weekly on here. And also, keep up with my YouTube channel, Lydia's Chronicles, by subscribing, liking, and commenting so I know that you found me. And all of my socials will be linked in the description box. If no one has told you this today, I love you, God loves you, and Jesus loves you too. But other than that, this is your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia, signing off until we meet again. P.S. We must remember the end game on here is to grow, to be the best versions of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with who? With God, y'all. I love you, SBCs, and until we meet again, bye.